Miami kicked off their long road trip in Memphis on Wednesday, and after letting yet another double-digit lead slip away late in the game, were led to victory by Bam Adebayo in a total team effort. But the concern moving forward is Tyler Hero, who rolled his ankle the first quarter, would sit out the rest of the game. What happens if he misses time, and who steps up in his place? We break down the game, the rough road ahead for Miami's rotation, and answer your questions on today's episode of Locked on Heat. You are Locked on Heat, your daily Miami Heat podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to Locked On Heat, your daily podcast on the Miami Heat. I'm Wes Goldberg. Joining me as always is David Ramil. However, you're tuning in on YouTube, Odyssey, or your favorite podcast app. Thanks so much for making Locked On Heat your first listen every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Recording this Wednesday night after the Heat beat the Grizzlies 108-102, to the biggest development from the game is Tyler Hero, who with 55 seconds left in the first quarter, stepped on Jaron Jackson's foot, turned his right ankle. He immediately hopped off to the locker room and was ruled out for the rest of the game with a sprained right ankle. We'll talk about how the Heat can withstand Hero potentially missing time later in the show. But, David, the Heat have now won three straight games to improve to 4-4. Four and four. What was your biggest takeaway from the game? I think it was just Bam and a bio to sell our play, but I think it was a, a great, as I mentioned before, overall team effort. Like, everybody's stepping up collectively. An injury like Tyler could have such a negative repercussion, not just because of the loss of his production, but all of a sudden the mood gets bummed out. You know, you're not sure exactly what happens and who steps up in that role. It was a very interesting matchup, too, because Memphis coming off of their first victory of the season, Miami with a big win over the Lakers on Monday night. So both teams kind of looking to build momentum on Wednesday. And despite the loss of Tyler, Miami formed together to form a much better unit. They were working very well collectively. They had some miscues here and there, especially late in the game when Memphis crept back into it. But they hung tough moved the ball well, and did a really good job defensively when it mattered most and came away with a much-needed victory. It was looking rough there uh, for a minute after Tyler Hero got hurt. Uh, like I said, about a minute left in the first quarter, the Heat winning at that point, and then really could only score 12 points between like a minute left in the first quarter and about four minutes left in that second quarter. They had a hard time getting any kind of offense whatsoever. A lot of that was due to the bench unit mostly being in there. Jimmy Butler was getting his rest. Bam was getting his rest. And that bench unit, when it was together, there was a couple of reserves who had good moments. We'll get to that in credit cookies in a little bit. But the bench unit in general was a disaster. It was an absolute yep. disaster. And it was what led the Grizzlies into that game. Uh, and I, But I, even after that, I thought that, okay, like Jimmy and Bam, they were kind of trying to figure things out. Kyle Lowry was like, okay, what do I do now? Kind of thing without Tyler Hero in there. Because Tyler had been so important to this team. 25 right. points per game. Uh, 21 shot attempts per game, which were so important for this team. Just that, just his his singular shot creation, and without that, they had to figure out how to score. And it wasn't like they were an awesome scoring team before, like we said, coming into this game, 26 in offensive rating. So it took them about a quarter, a little bit yeah. less, to figure it out. And then they did figure it out. And you got to give them credit. And the big part that they figured out was, let's just give the ba- the ball to Bam Adebayo. Uh, 30 points tonight, got to the, uh, got to the free throw line 16 times, 16 free throw shots. 
Uh, he was awesome. We'll talk about Haywood Highsmith stepping up in a big way later on. Jimmy Butler was handling the ball a yep. lot more than he pretty much had been. His stat line didn't jump off, but he was just sort of initiating offense. The ball was, seemed to be in his hands a lot more than usual this season. Uh, and I think that's basically what helped them figure it out. Plus, it helps that they shot 11 of 28 from three-point range to 39%, for almost 46% overall from the field. All of those things helped, not to mention that the Grizzlies are banged up too. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, the Grizzlies were missing a bunch of players, so they were shorthanded. No John Morant, no Stephen Adams, and on and on. They're just like I think there were eight total players on their injury list, and they brought up a bunch of guys that would not normally be playing out there. Uh, and yet Miami couldn't capitalize because of those reserve units. Those normally belong to Tyler. That's the uh, let Tyler Hero cook lineups where he really gets to take over, make his imprint on the game, playing alongside some of those reserves. But without him, it did take them some time. Eventually, Duncan Robinson wound up starting in his place, especially in the third quarter. He took over there, and he mm. wound up having a really good game. But everybody just really chipped in. I, I really liked the group effort mentality. And I, I don't know if it was something Eric Spolstra specifically said to this group or if it's just that innate understanding in that heat locker room, next man up, somebody's going to get their opportunities, and everybody seemed to find their niche, their their role very, very quickly, uh, You know, despite that that uh, lull in the second quarter, they were able to really figure it out. They got some great effort from a lot of different players yeah. tonight. We got to focus a little bit more on Bam, though. This season, what he's been able to do now, especially his last handful of games, here's just what he's missed one game out of Miami's eight. So of the seven games, here's what he's put together. 22 points, 27 points, 19 points, 21 points and 14 rebounds in his first double-double of the year then 18 points, then 22 points, 18 rebounds, and 10 assists against the Lakers for his first triple-double of the year, and then a double-double tonight, 30 points and 11 rebounds. He is stepping up in a big way. He talked about after the game um, on the broadcast about how he wants to get to the free-throw line a little bit more, that Eric Spolstra is pushing him to get to the free-throw line a a little bit more. And those, I I don't want to call them easy points, right, because it takes a lot of effort to get to the line and get fouled on all those things, and he – he ate Jaron Jackson Jr.'s lunch today, by the way. Yes, like, did. it wasn't even close. So, no. he's by far the best player on the court, even though Jaron Jackson had 28 points. Like, Is he know. a top 10 player that, so far this season? Bam, he, he seems like it, doesn't it? Yeah, I think he's getting a superstar call. I mean, we've seen his offense take another level. I mean, it hasn't been completely consistent yet, but we're seeing better and better games from him you know that triple double against the lakers was huge and tonight again just a monster game against a very good defensive player in jared jackson perhaps a little overrated maybe bam was taking it somewhat personally but we saw him attack anthony davis in the lakers game we saw him attack jaron jackson jr too really took those challenges personally and whatever fuels and whatever motivates him at this point is really driving him to be one of the best players in the league you could tell he takes these matchups personally oh yeah and uh even to the point where jaron jackson jr would like complain about a foul call he had he ended up picking five calls up today and yep. bam would just sort of make a face like mm, that was definitely a foul like at him in, in sort of his direction <laughs> i, I yeah. camera picked it up a couple of times um but he's not shying away not that he ever shied away from like a motivated like but like just from his game he developed he developed that free throw line jumper in part because he did not want to go straight up at those bigger dudes he didn't want to go up against Jaron Jackson Jr., who might be the best rim protector in the league right now because of the blocks and all the things that he provides there. Yeah. Right. He didn't, he would shy away from guys like Brooke Lopez, like like Anthony Davis, yep. all these guys. He would he would just sort of float away from them and kind of became a finesse player in those kinds of matchups. But in these mat now, this year, you don't see any of that in his game at all. I mean, he still has the free throw line jumper and stuff, but I've even made this point before where 
instead of sort of floating away and falling away from the basket on those jumpers, he's kind of putting a shoulder in or an elbow into the guy and kind of leaning into him just to get a couple extra feet closer to the basket. And that just boosts your efficiency overall. But even when he's not doing that, he's getting to the free throw line, which is even more important, even more efficient. And the Heat just need efficiency from their top scorers. And I think Bam, along with Tyler Hero, has been their top scorer so far this year. Quickly, David, the end of that game, they're up by 10 points with like two minutes left in this thing. And they just throw up all over themselves. It was like turnover, foul, miss three, turnover, turnover, foul, something like that. And yep. uh, they it's a one-possession game with like 30 seconds left. They end up holding on. But does the ending poison the result at all for you? Uh, a little bit. But I, I think, you know, it was a strange game again because you're having, having to deal with the loss of Tyler. Haywood his, uh, I'm sorry, Haywood Highsmith, who was great. Um, wound up, I think he's still on a minutes restriction and he didn't play late in that fourth quarter. Another head scratcher, uh, considering what uh, happened. He actually the went up to the scores table and Jaime Hawkes had gotten that steal and transition dunk and spoke called him back. So I don't think the minutes restriction is there. Uh, cause okay. if he was going to check in, I just think you decided to ri- uh, ride Jaime. All right. Fair enough. Uh, either way, uh, no, I, I don't think it sours it completely. I mean, Miami still has to figure it out. They're not a perfect team. But they'll take the win. It's a good momentum builder considering you're going on this long road trip. Beggars can't be choosers, right? I think that's fine. Fair enough. Uh, which players stepped up with Tyler Hero out and why Jaime Hakas Jr. ended up closing this game out? We're going to talk all about that next here on Locked on Heat. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Our partners over at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked on Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us this week on eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Players of the Week. He's got a five-man team here, and one of those players, Bismack Biombo, a member of the oh. Memphis Grizzlies, that took on the Miami Heat today. Bismack Biombo just recently signed to make up for the loss of Brandon Clark, the loss of Steven Adams. They need some depth there in that center position. Biombo's going to get a lot of opportunities, even though the team is just one and seven overall. He looked solid overall tonight, four or four from the field, yeah. one of two from the free throw line, but also finished with 10 rebounds and a total of nine points. So not a bad night for Biombo. I I've always liked Biombo. I don't really know why he went unsigned for that long in the first place. He's super efficient, always really has been. First game yeah. of the uh first possession of the game is a pick and roll for Biombo right down the lane, right? And then he kind of cleaned that up a little bit as the game went on. But you know, nine points doesn't sound like a whole lot, but he's not gonna be going up against Bam out of bio every night either. You know what I mean? So I, I think that he's gonna He's going to be getting kind of nine to 14 points probably, but then 10 rebounds. Like this guy is a rebound machine in the way in fantasy yeah. basketball. Like there's a bunch of center inter- uh, injuries in the league, not just to the Memphis guys, but Anthony Davis is now going to be right. out or in and out of the lineup. Like if you're one of these, if you're a fantasy owner that's missing a center and you need to boost your rebound category numbers, Biombo is just like a plug and play kind of guy there. Yeah, big innings eater there. Gets him his stats and does his does the dirty work really well. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is all about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. What's a what's a memory of a car that you loved, Wes? Did you ever have a car that was just? I know you drove that mm-hmm. one car from California when you moved here. Oh, put a Jeep lot of Cherokee. miles in that. Yeah, put a lot of miles in that one. You still have it? 
No, uh, ended up the lease expired on that one. But if I can, I my my absolute favorite car is the first car I ever had was a Honda Civic, and it was Ooh. red. It was red, and it had a spoiler on it. That's how cool <laughs> I was in high school. <laughs> that sounds like a good car. If you're looking for the parts to replace that spoiler on your Honda Civic, then let me tell you, eBay Motors is the one for you with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, even spoilers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motor has it. With eBay's guaranteed fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions do apply. Thanks for making Locked on Heat your first listen every day. Every dayers, make sure you tune in uh, on Friday. We'll have an update on Tyler Hero's ankle injury, and we'll get a chance to go even more in-depth into what the Heat do after that. Uh, we will talk a little bit more about Tyler Hero's injury, though, in the third segment, but not in this segment because this is the tastiest segment in Locked on Heat. It is time for credit cookies, David. As always, we have 10 credit cookies to hand out to the winning team, where do we want to start? I I guess Bam, just to yep. get that out of the way, because he was so sensational. I think as much of a team effort as it was, you don't get anywhere close to seeing those big moments from Haywood Highsmith or Kyle Lowry or Jaime Hawkins without Bam carrying the brunt of the load there. I think uh, he deserves three credit cookies tonight. Three is good. We may end up giving him more by the time we get done with this, but it's there's just so many other three. players. Uh, there's uh, so yeah, many other players right. that I think they're, yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I've got like five players that I think deserve them. Um, That's not the whole, yeah, not the whole starting lineup because Tyler unfortunately missed time and he doesn't get a cookie. Here's to a speedy recovery, by the way, for Tyler. Hopefully he'll be out there soon. Uh, let's go with Jimmy because I think his yeah. game was a little bit more nuanced. I'm comfortable giving him just the one cookie. I think he had a good overall game and really seemed more, again, aggressive, more engaged. I think he's continued to round into form. Solid overall night for him with uh, 16 points, 15 points, excuse me. Struggled a little bit from the floor, 5 of 13, and didn't get to the line as much, but made an impact in other ways. Again, just doing just enough mm. on, a game, on a night when maybe he wasn't exactly ready to score 100 points. I, I Maybe he could be criticized for not taking over the game. But you know what? On a night when Bam was as dominant as he was, you kind of just let it ride, right? So I, I don't have a problem with that um, necessarily. And getting, Unless, and getting yeah. contributions from other players too. I Like I said, I thought J- Jimmy did what he had to do in terms of, hey, I'm just going to I'm gonna run the show here. I'm going to get everybody into offense. I'm going to take that off of Tyler Hero's plate because he's not here. I'm going to take it right. off of Kyle Lowry's plate because he hasn't been any good at it all season. Like, let me just handle this. Uh, but, David, I'm honestly surprised. You have a kid. I, I thought you would be well-versed in the art of positive reinforcement, right? Like, yes. the guy took four three-pointers tonight. <laughs> he gets Fair another enough. cookie for that. More cookies. <laughs> you know what? I, I I don't know. I can't give him two cookies, man. I don't think he deserves two cookies. But the four three-pointers and the fact that he hit two of those, he's, he's hitting them at a 50% rate this season. I don't know how likely that is to maintain but he's been very, very good, and it's a much-needed breath of fresh air. And again, it never feels like it's out of place. This isn't a rush shot. This isn't a late shot clock situation. This is him in the flow of the offense being open from the corner, from the wing, and letting it fly. 
I'm happy to see it continuing to move forward. We talked about that earlier today on another episode we recorded. Is it real or not? It absolutely looks like it's part of here to stay, at least for the short term. I mean, I'm here for it. Uh, Let's talk about Haywood Highsmith. Yes. He was phenomenal tonight. 27 minutes, 14 points, two rebounds and assists, two steals, three blocks. Everywhere in the first quarter. Was a plus 12, still the starting power forward. Safe to say that he's the starting power forward. We're done. No minutes restriction. Kevin Love is fully healthy. He's not even in the rotation anymore. Um, that that ship has sailed at this point. At one point in the third quarter, when the Heat desperately needed it, he had scored or assisted on 11 of 13 straight Heat points. He is screening the right way. He had one play where he got the ball in the right corner, swung it back to Kyle Lowry above the break on the same side, and then just flowed back into a dribble handoff with Kyle Lowry. And as he does that, puts his butt into the Memphis defender to screen him off, and it gives Kyle Lowry a wide-open three-pointer. I know that we use the P.J. Tucker comparison a lot, in part because Haywood Highsmith uses it a lot. It is his role model. Um, That was the most P.J. Tuckeriest play I think I've ever seen Haywood Highsmith have on offense. It was great. That's fair. And I don't – I don't, I'm not going to say his potential is greater than PJ's, but considering the arm length, the wingspan, and the three block shots all in the first quarter, like he could have some really big sh- momentum shifting defensive possessions. Like he already has in just his few starts. And with those block shots, always a possibility. Like I'm not concerned if somebody gets past him or if he's even coming over as a weak side help defender. Like there's a possibility, and even as, like generously listed at 6'5. That he could wind up altering a shot. He could be a chased out block kind he of guy. Went like straight up on Aldama, one of the first quarter blocks. Just yes. went straight up vertical, like Roy Hibbert verticality, straight up and down on Aldama. Aldama comes at, Aldama is bigger. He's a big dude. He is bigger like than Iceman. Yeah. And yeah. he and Iceman didn't even move. Like he was a brick wall. And that's the thing I always talk about with Haywood Highsmith. When he came to the Heat versus now, his physique is totally different. He is chiseled, he is stronger than he's ever been. And, and I think it's an underrated part of his game. How many cookies for Haywood? Uh, two. Two. Can't be as much as Bam. I think that's fair, too. Um, let's give one. Let, let's give some to Jaime Hakez Jr. He closes the game in Highsmith's spot. We mentioned this before. Highsmith was actually at the scores table about to check in. Uh, and, then Hi, and then Jaime Hakez has that steal and score at the end of the fourth quarter. About like four or five minutes left. And Spoh's just like, you know what? Let's just ride this unit out. It's, it's actually building quite a bit of a lead. Built a 10-point lead. And then went on to throw that lead away at the end there. But then it was Jaime Hakez Jr. at the end hitting the game-clinching three-pointer um, to seal the win. Uh, his final stat line, 11 points on four or five shooting, made the one three-pointer that he took at the end there. Three rebounds, two assists, two steals. Just an all-around great effort uh, from the rookie. Very good game. I I don't know. One doesn't seem like enough. Two seems about right, but it's cutting into – possibility of giving guys like Duncan and Kyle some cookies too and I think they're fully deserving all right so then one each to Duncan and Kyle is that where we're at yes that's fine uh Kyle Lowry 17 points uh 11 rebounds nine assists I mean that's almost a triple double easily his best game of the season yeah I mean really looking for his shot too no hesitation such a far cry for that first game of the season where everybody's wondering whether he'd go without a single field goal attempt in 48 minutes of play and here he is in threes Yeah, he looked great. Like, really, really nice form. And just, he was a lifesaver today. Again, taking over a big chunk of the offense with Tyler gone. 
and he was certainly doing his part. So one does not feel like enough, but I mean, at the same time, he does deserve some at least some credit. Let's give him two and give a shout out to Duncan Robinson. I think that's fair. I think Duncan's going to earn a lot of credit cookies going forward if he's starting in place of Tyler Hero. I think a shout out to Duncan. 35 minutes, nine points, three of seven shooting, two of five from three point range. It felt like he scored more, maybe because the ba- the baskets that he did have were big ones. Mm-hmm. But he also just kept making the right play over and over. I love his floor game more than I ever have. It's so much more improved than it's been. Uh, so yeah. I think a shout out for him if that means we can move another cookie to Kyle Lowry. He did have five turnovers too, something I did yeah. not realize in the course of the game. So uh, you know, up and down perhaps, but overall I'd say a positive overall game. And he's going to get more opportunity. And I think he's in the right headspace for it too. Like you've seen his confidence grow this uh, season. I think he's is the versatility of his game is having a positive impact as a playmaker. Even if some people on this on this podcast don't particularly care for that versatility. Don't throw me under the bus. Uh, you're, you're coming I, around on it, right? You're coming around. You're starting to see I, the. Benefits. I would. I still. I, I appreciate that it's part of his game, and I like actually the ratio more tonight when it was five three point attempts of his seven shots. If we can kind of keep that ratio right, if he's taking fourteen shots, if ten of them are threes, then I'm in. But it's when it's like six three pointers out of the fourteen shots. I'm not. I'm not in as much. So okay, I hear you. Um, who takes Tyler Hero's place in the starting lineup? Is it Duncan Robinson? Do we even? Do we actually already know the formula for the Heat winning without Tyler Hero? We're going to talk about that next here on Locked on Heat. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Look, we spend a lot of time talking together, you and I. We get fired up together on wins, losses, who starts and who sits. I'm thankful for that connection that we have. And today, I want our chat to be a little bit more personally. I just learned that you can get a one-year supply on ED medications. You realize what that means? Bring on extended travel. Bring on the next natural disaster or whatever supply chain issue. You're covered, my friend. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your generics for Cialis, Viagra, or Revatio, sorry, prescription. And this is possible because of our friends over at Jace Medical. Go online right now at jacemedical.com and you can get your 12-month supply on your daily medications. Remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer had this to say about Jace. I am thankful for this service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills in half to have it. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year's supply, and I also ordered an antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies, and I highly recommend this for everyone. If you or someone you love would get some peace of mind by having a year's supply of any daily medication, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-D-N, for $20 off your purchase. Thanks for making Locked On Heat your first listen every day. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app. It's a sprained right ankle for Tyler Hero, who has been Miami's top scorer this season. We just got done doing a whole episode on his all-around improvement. Uh, Eric Spolstra said after the game that all they know is that it is a sprained ankle. An X-ray came back clean, and that Tyler Hero is going to get an MRI on Thursday. So, David, what did the Heat do if Hero has to miss time? Because it did not look good when it happened. I think I, I told you. I think everybody kind of has to find a way to step up, similar to what they did today. Like I don't know that there's any one player that you can pin all of. Tyler's offensive creation on like they don't have that player on the roster he is your best bucket gator like whether you criticize his efficiency or not 
as you've said many times, the taking of the shots is important for this offense, whether he's hitting them or not. And you'd like for them to hit. And he's been a much better shooter, I think, as the season has progressed, a much more improved playmaker as well within the flow of the offense. So that's a lot to sacrifice if and when we do eventually find out how much time Hero is going to miss. So I think... To answer your question, I think Duncan Robinson winds up replacing him in terms of the lineup, and he'll probably start and he'll probably you know play a significant amount of time. But other players are going to have to step up. You've got Caleb Martin as a potential option; he's still hurt. You don't want to rush him back necessarily, but I think he's going to have to have more playing time. I think we're going to see Haywood Highsmith continue to start, and then you're going to have to get some more minutes from I don't know, maybe Josh Richardson, mm-hmm. possibly some of the. The two-way guys, Cole Swider, RJ Hampton, I don't know if they're quite ready, but at the same so. time, yeah, I, I I know. But I just I don't you don't have you don't have anybody else but Tyler who does what Tyler does on this roster. Right. Hampton's as close to proximity as you can get because he's just he's just a scorer, at least from that mentality. But I don't know that he's good enough yet. I don't know that right. he's polished enough and certainly not in the defensive end. No, he's not. And um I think you're basically looking at the group you have now. I think if you want to get into the whole uh, free agency thing of it, it there's oh. Austin Rivers, Terrence Ross. I just I don't think the Heat are even close to that yet. No. And I don't and I don't think they they just sent all these two way guys down to Sioux Falls because the G League season is starting soon, and you can't expect that, like you said, from RJ Hampton, Cole Swider, any of these guys. Like they're not ready to do that. And and you, you also have to figure out whose spot in the rotation that they would take, and all the players ahead of them are better than them. That's why they're on three-way contracts. Uh, in terms of an ankle sprain, there's different grades of this, yeah. right? And so that's, I guess, what the MRI is going to show uh, in terms of uh, how long it's it's going to take and, and things like that. So, like, for example, Reggie Jackson, uh, I'm looking at on in-street clothes right now. Like, Reggie Jackson a couple years ago had a grade three. That's six to eight weeks. Yep. of missed time, right? A a, 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 a a better grade could mean like four to six weeks. So that's what we're talking about here. I think it's fair to say that Telehero is going to miss time and it could be a lot of time. And just because you Probably beat Memphis, must. who was, yeah, at least, right? And just because he missed, or just because the Heat won this game, the Grizzlies stink. And there's a lot better teams coming up, right? On, on the schedule and most of it on the road. Uh, I, I, I want to look ahead of the schedule here in a second, but in terms of how they replace Tyler Hero, they got to do it. And I think it's just the formula we saw in the playoffs last year. I know Max Drews and Gabe Vincent are gone, but it's Dunk- It's on Duncan Robinson to replace Tyler Hero in the starting lineup, okay? And he's got to provide floor spacing. He's got to provide that shooting. And much to my chagrin, I suppose, that two-point stuff, the scoring on multiple levels, that's going to be even more important than ever from him. Uh, Kyle Lowry has to give them something closer to what he's doing tonight, uh, yep. which is a good sign. Um, being quick with those catch and shoot three pointers and all those things. And then Jimmy Butler has to take control of the offense. And that was to me, the biggest thing in the playoffs last year. It wasn't people get, Oh, well, Tyler heroes out and, and the heat are better without Tyler hero and that whole narrative. Mm. I think, I think if there was a positive to that is that it just kind of cleaned up the pecking order for Miami. And it was basically, Hey, there's no Tyler hero here. So Jimmy, you just got to do it. And then he went on to have that historic run against the Milwaukee Bucks and had a great half a series against the Knicks until he turned his own ankle. But mm. that's the kind of Jimmy Butler that we need to see right now for the Heat 
to say where they are, which is 500. They've won three straight. They're back to four and four after basically a disastrous start to the season to avoid kind of sinking into a deeper hole than they need to be. Uh, it's going to, it's going to be a lot on Jimmy. I don't know how realistic that is. Like I, it's not to say that he can't do it. And I'm sure he'll have his moments. Like, I mean, there's a possibility, even as I'm just thinking out loud right now, like Tyler could be out until the Christmas day game. Like that seems like an eternity away. And and that's also a very realistic time frame. Again, I mean, I'm just supposing here and, and I don't know exactly how much time he'll miss. We won't know until tomorrow. And those things could always fluctuate and change, but I don't know that Jimmy can consistently put up those kind of numbers over a four-week, at the bare minimum. Let's say it's a four-week stretch, especially when they're on the road. He'll he'll do more. And again, that's why I think it's going to be on everybody. We're going to see more from Bam. We're going to see more from Jimmy, more from Kyle. Hopefully, it has Caleb to be on returns all of them. It has to it be has on all of them. Be. Caleb Martin, yeah. I'm not saying Jimmy's got to go out in there and score 36 points a night. I'm just saying he's got to just run the offense. It's got to be his show. That's fair. Now. That's fair. And, yeah. and, and that's it. Uh, let's look ahead to this, this this road trip. This was the first of a ten game road trip, and I'm including the Brooklyn game in there because that's <laughs> basically a road game. You come home, like you, you're on the road. You come home for a second, and then you go back on the road. You're home for 48 hours. Fairly counts. Yeah. So um, you've got Saturday in Atlanta without Tyler Hero. That's a high powered Hawks offense. They look really good lately. That's yeah. probably a loss. And then the next game in in San Antonio, the the second night of a back to back. And we know how the Heat struggle in San Antonio. Like, that could be a loss, too. So they go from Atlanta not, to San Antonio that night, and then they have to play the next day against Victor Webanyama and the Spurs. Yeah, and uh, against a team with a lot of size that the Heat tip, uh, and size is typically what, what the yeah. Heat struggle with. Uh, Tuesday in Charlotte, that's probably a win. The Hornets stink. Uh, Thursday versus the Nets at home, that could be a win or a loss. The Heat have had a hard time with Brooklyn. Uh, Saturday in Chicago. And then Monday in Chicago in that sort of baseball series. Let's say they split that. Wednesday in Cleveland. Uh, I don't know. That could be a win. It could be a loss. I actually think Miami matches up well with Cleveland. Let's uh, even. If, but still, the Cavs are a solid team. Friday in New York against the Knicks. They're a solid team. And Saturday again in Brooklyn on the second night of a back-to-back. Probably a loss on the second night of a back-to-back. That's a scheduled loss. So, so I'm not making predictions six. here. But yeah, you can easily go four and five or three and six during those nine games. And now you go from being four and four now to eight and nine or seven and ten or something like that. That would probably be a win without Tyler Hero. As crazy as it sounds, you know what I mean? Because yeah, I it's it's you got two scheduled losses in a nine game stretch. Eight of the nine games are on the road. It could it could be worse. It could be worse. Thought, like this is a really I, tough stretch. I thought it was nine of ten games on the road. Well, that was including the Memphis one. Which oh okay played. yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Sorry about that. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, well, if you go three and six over that stretch, four and six of these ten games, I mean, it's not disastrous, but it's three games under five hundred. I guess you're probably right. It's probably a good place for the team to be in. I, I don't know. I, I feel like that's kind of underwhelming at the same time, though. Like yeah. it could be worse, but it's also also feels like this team should be able to do better because we've seen them kind of. You know, one player we haven't mentioned, like, what's the role for Jaime Jaquez? Like, he's continuing to grow right before our eyes. And, and I know it could lead to another conversation about Josh Richardson not stepping up. Like, he, if there was a blight on today's game, it was Josh Richardson. And I hate to yeah. say it, but I think that's the reality. Now, conversely, you've got Jaquez playing a bigger role, coming up big with a huge three-pointer in the clutch. 
making great defensive possessions, initiating transition baskets, making the right play, making the right pass, etc. That he continues can he take to be- on a bigger role. Yeah, I mean, he could take on more scoring, more playmaking. They've already asked him to do some of that. They've got that one little UCLA play that they run for him every once in a while. Yeah, he could definitely do more. And as soon as Caleb Martin's healthy, he takes Josh Richardson's spot in the rotation. End of story. Like, it's just Josh Richardson hasn't been good for Miami this year. And so once Caleb's healthy, he comes in. You don't have to move anybody out of the rotation. Jaime keeps his spot because Tyler Hero's hurt. You know, and and so that's probably what you're looking at in terms of your your top nine in the rotation. So. Um, we don't know when Caleb Martin is going to come back, perhaps some clarity on that soon as well. Uh, and like we said, more clarity on Tyler hero expected by Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening. And we will have another episode for you breaking that down once we get the news. But for now, thanks for making locked on heat your first listen every day, hit that subscribe button on YouTube and follow us on your favorite podcast app.